Is this a dead cat bounce outage with Cardano's network? And what is the state of Solana? That and more in the crypto market talk this week. Now, before we get started with this week's crypto market talk, keep in mind this week is also Swiss quote trading day 2023, exactly on the 26th of January in the Congress House in Zurich. So if you want to be there, whether you want to join in live or online, you can actually sign up here. I will link it in the description below. But let's get started with some news. What coins are we talking about today? Of course, Bitcoin and Ethereum. Some interesting interesting stuff there happening on the chart side also on the macro side and also on the tech side and then we'll jump into Cardano as well as discuss some developments on Solana but before we get started let's have a look at this Bitcoin price surge breakthrough or bull trap now, a lot of people have been contemplating whether the last price action we've seen with Bitcoin is essentially a bull trap a dead cat bounce or the actual real deal back to new cycle, new bull market, and nobody is really absolutely sure. For example, here, James Edwards, cryptocurrency analyst at Australian-based fintech firm Finder, is saying that the argument for a bull trap is actually stronger, warning the recent surge could be short-lived. He is saying that essentially the Bitcoin price movement is coming from NASDAQ, from the S&P 500, and others. So so essentially they are just following suit and it's not vice versa and he's also saying this suggests to me that the rally in crypto is not unique and instead part of a wider market uplift as inflation figures stall and the risk on appetite appears to return to investment so bitcoin is just enjoying the effects of positive sentiment that originated elsewhere this is likely to be short-lived now of course the bears are also talking about potentially a new correction but essentially could very well be sidelined in this case because everyone is still saying that macroeconomically the ebbing tide is still the primary headwind for bitcoin and crypto prices so could be quite interesting to see whether here senior commodity strategist at bloomberg mike mclone is being right we of course talked about il capo of crypto as well a very uh, famous bear crypto bear right now on crypto twitter and he is essentially saying once again the biggest bull trap i've ever seen but they won't trap me now others are also saying that essentially the bears are at the denial stage it's just a bull trap it's all manipulation and waiting for the panic part next essentially saying that we will probably go higher in the coming days and months now if we look at other kind of chart indicators a lot of people are saying this is potentially a dead cat bounce if we look at the chart in a couple of seconds as well we will see that the chart has moved quite out of the range that we've defined in the past some are even saying depending on the different indicators that bitcoin currently is oversold so we might have reached a kind of local top if you will for the bitcoin price now if we discuss before we discuss the chart specifically here a very interesting news story that should be kind of happy for the miners as well solo bitcoin miner solves block with hash rate of just 
10 terahash per second, beating extremely unlikely odds. Now, essentially, what the article explains is that one single individual with about three to four USB-based Bitcoin miners, so not the huge areas with the big Bitcoin miners and the areas that we've seen with the big kind of ventilators and this and that, essentially just very three to four small devices have essentially used Bitcoin's randomness and its probability to get about 6.3 of the Bitcoin reward. Now, one part is still going to a solo mining service. So that is essentially supporting the solo miner. But we can very confidently say that essentially with very, very little odds, this single person just got 6.3 Bitcoins and essentially the chance here, it says it a bit here, lower that the chances or the probability of this happening is essentially 1 in 26.9 million. So lucky miner, of course, but essentially also shows how the Bitcoin mining algorithm works. So there is some probability inside as well. Of course, it also counts which uh, of the miners has the fastest machine but at the same time they need to solve this calculation correctly and if it's a smaller machine solving this correctly the first time obviously it will get the reward now again very small chance and probably you shouldn't just start your bitcoin mining operation out of your office right now because again chances are very low now let's jump into the chart here and of course we have the weekly chart open because it will be quite the interesting weekly but also monthly close now weekly was essentially quite uh, okay i want to say kind of the second best or third best after september 22 and january uh, 23 as well but if we move on to the monthly it will become even more interesting because right now we might actually cross august 22 once again if this thing goes higher and even if it finishes at around this area we will probably see the second highest closed in the last four to five months now whether this is still again a probability we will see because i would say if the monthly close close above the uh, close or let's say the wick that we've had here in september essentially we will probably enter a new kind of short-term bull market here as well so another rally is to be expected if we close here above this wick level from september 22 because essentially this would show a lot of positive movement a lot of kind of positivity and risk on appetite being back. Now let's jump on to Ethereum as well and let's talk about the combination between Ethereum, Coinbase, JP Morgan and Proof of Stake. Now as we've mentioned the Shanghai upgrade will be released probably at around February of this year essentially showing that the Ethereum community is listening to its community to its users and wants to release the Ethereum staked tokens from Ethereum 2.0. Now one of the biggest players in this is of course Coinbase in the US because they are holding a lot of Ethereum and also allowing a lot of people to stake their Ethereum. That essentially means that Coinbase could generate new revenues through their staking service in the highs of 225 million to 545 million US dollars in revenue per year. That at least is what JP Morgan is forecasting specifically for Coinbase. But 
with the Shanghai upgrade, not all is golden here. Because essentially people, especially developers in the Ethereum community are saying that it feels like we're not thinking about the long-term health of Ethereum. We're thinking, how do we do what the public wants today? And of course, this developer is specifically referring to the fact that if they open up all the withdrawals from today to tomorrow, this will have specific implications on the system and they are not completely sure what the implications of this are yet. And that, of course, could cause some price volatility with Ethereum as well, as I've mentioned about one or two weeks ago already. So the Shanghai upgrade, while very, very positive for a lot of people, might actually bring some additional volatility. We can also quickly talk about the fact that the top exchanges are contributing to Ethereum's censorship. Now, how is that possible? We've seen that a lot of centralized staking services are offering partial Ethereum staking or full Ethereum staking. If you have the 32 uh, ETH or if you have less than 32 ETH, they are taking care of the rest. And essentially what we're seeing here is that a lot of these centralized services are essentially using in a very, very high percentage of censored transactions meaning the OFAC compliant transactions will only like these uh, staking providers will probably only uh, transact or use these transactions to kind of uh, go through with them and that of course is a big question mark that a lot of people since the move from proof of work to proof of stake have had essentially is Ethereum becoming censorship resistant or is it more right now censorship uh, anti-censorship if you will or um, pro-censorship that is the very very big question because the OFAC uh, reliant transactions currently are in the 50 to 60 percent zone and a lot of people do say that Ethereum as a development community should prioritize this censorship resistance more than actually allowing the withdrawal so essentially this could cause some volatility here but Ethereum is still looking very very much golden if we look here at the previous kind of high that has been rejected if you will around 1681 has been rejected is trying once again will probably break through and then next up we have this very interesting line of around 1804 US dollars so this would be my next biggest goal for profit taking if I would have entered around here essentially this could be an interesting enter either if you want to go long and to go towards 1800 or if you do believe that this will be rejected the second time probably something around 1600 or 1580 is your goal if you want to short this next up we're talking about cardano because cardano has had a network outage that had affected over 50 percent of the network which was automatically solved within minutes on sunday not a lot of people knew about this because again only took a couple of minutes no singular root cause determined as of writing time but was fixed very very fast because the nodes essentially just restarted and the problem was gone something we know essentially from the solana ecosystem System, which we'll talk about in a few seconds but we can see it here with network synchronization as well so a few hours ago half of cardano nodes went offline this is why decentralization matters so everything was fine then boom essentially half of it went offline and it came back up and to be honest how they handled it 
And the fact that the nodes handled it so quickly is, in my opinion, a very positive signal. Another thing also quite interesting is that the Cardano founder Charles Hoskinson is looking to potentially buy Coindesk, which is a new service connected to Digital Currency Group, connected to Genesis. So essentially, a Coindesk, which, by the way, has released the Alameda research story at the beginning of November, essentially causing FTX and Alameda to crumble and then implode is part of digital currency group so they have been bought i think in 2016 or 17 and this essentially caused the entire bear market to go another kind of uh, gears higher and that caused coindesk to potentially be sold even so proper journalism there even though the again they are part of a company that has now been collateral damage now, what does that mean for Cardano? Essentially, we broke out of the range, but still haven't reached a 43 cent line. In my opinion, this will probably do a small retest and then go for the 43 cents line as we go. So again, if the Bitcoin price does go higher, probably this 43 cents line will be broken. Now, what is the state of Solana? We've talked about Cardano having outage, but we've also mentioned Solana last year about 10 times of outages. And I always mentioned that as long as Solana has this many outages, I wouldn't touch it. So what is the state of Solana? Mizari has written a very interesting report on the current data that we have for Solana. And if we kind of summarize the whole thing, it is very interesting that they essentially dropped around around 70% so the market capitalization but at the same time they are currently reinforcing the Solana DeFi and NFT ecosystem as well as the Gamify which is nearing reality because you remember about one and a half years ago a lot of games started building on Solana. Now this ideally will come in handy because the Solana ecosystem is quite fast as long as it's stable and it's quite cheap as well. Now it could potentially mean that the Solana ecosystem as a whole will either kind of um, blossom up once again or it will essentially move chains. This is kind of the, the, situations, the situation we're in. It, there has been a lot of rumors and some NFT projects even quit Solana to move on to Polygon, for example. But at the same time, the Solana numbers are going back up once again. Again, that coupled with network upgrades, Neon EVM, Fire Dancer, Solana mobile stack, community efforts, the mobile phone from Solana, all of these things will probably come in the coming months. So this essentially might actually be quite an interesting asymmetric bet. Again, here Solana, in my opinion, crossed two very interesting lines. So on one side, we've had 7.93 as the absolute bottom from this cycle. Then we've had the 12 US dollar line didn't kind of retest it, went back up, crossed this, retested this line of around 22, now coming for essentially a second retest, and now it will either bounce, in my opinion, or it will drop back to around, uh, around 15 to 16 US dollars. So could be quite the interesting trade if you're very bullish on Solana. But again, have a look at the network statistics first before you jump into the trade. I think here it does make sense to have a look at the fundamental values as well as the technical values that was it from the crypto market talk this week make sure that you subscribe to not miss any other crypto market talk i will see you on the next one have a good one